Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Well, hello and welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micro Podcast. What did you think of our new intro? I loved it so much, Rich. <laughs> um, predominantly because I love all the people that are introducing themselves. They're our creative pastors and our creative team from right around the world. And so you're hearing their voices on the Micropod introduction. Hopefully you'll get to meet lots of them over the next few weeks. Yes. So uh, if you're new joining us here, this is Rich Langton and Cass Langton. Creative Pastors at Hillsong Church in Sydney, Australia, and Cass is the global creative pastor, which is awesome. And then, yes, as she said, there was all of our friends, our, our fellow uh, creative pastors, and not all of them, but a lot of them on that intro. And uh, it's a bit of fun. And um, finally, we're getting our act together with this whole daily podcast, micro podcasting Yeah, it's thing. been amazing. I loved listening to Brooke yesterday. She was fantastic, eh? Yeah, it was so good. I loved having that conversation with her because it reminded me um, yet again, I guess it gave me the the inspiration yet again to just be disciplined in this season Yeah, and not to waste the time. I would love to talk a little bit about that today. Yeah. Now that we are at home because um, mm. things have changed in Australia, like um, on Sunday night, our um, Prime Minister sent everybody home who can work from home. And yeah. so our studio has moved to our dining room table <laughs> and we would like to throw open the doors of our farmhouse and welcome you in. Yes, yeah, so welcome. Um, if it doesn't sound like it normally would, it's because I actually literally <laughs> set it up. Yeah, and I'm hoping it's all working and, uh, and all that. Normally and our team would do that. So shout out to... JP and the team for helping me normally, but anyway. So you're now sitting at our dining table and I I've guess... I've taken over, um, guys. ...we get to share a meal together, which ironically is at the start of the year I talked to our team about how we had called this year the year of a meal. Yeah. And I said to them literally a meal was a meal mm. and we planned on having more people around our dining table <laughs> this year. And I guess Hillsong Creative Micropod listeners, you're it. You're having meals around our table with us now um, it might virtually. be, yeah, and it might be, uh, well, the computer's sitting on the table, but it might be more, hopefully it's spiritual food, hopefully it's the encouragement, right. um, we'll see, anyways. But yeah, so this whole thing, a new normal, um, it's a little bit different. I feel like sometimes I wake up in the morning and, oh, I've said this to you, yeah, Cass, you is, this, is this literally a dream? Will we wake up at some point and <laughs> this is just like something that happened in, a, in some sort of dream state? But the reality is, no, we're living this and this whole global pandemic is something that we are now having to all cope with and come to terms with yeah, right. and create new normals around. I think it's interesting. Our Prime Minister said the other day that he was putting businesses into hibernation for this season. Hmm. Um, and then when it was all over, they would emerge the other side, come out of sleeping and resume life. Hmm. I think it's dangerous to think that we can do that with our spiritual walk in this season, that we can put it into hibernation for a season and then when it's all over we'll just wake up and resume life. Yeah. I've been reading Ecclesiastes um, mm. at this table and it, it starts, Ecclesiastes 1.1 says, this meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless, everything is meaningless. What do people gain from their labours um, at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go but the worth remains forever. And the whole book goes on to talk about um, 
the meaninglessness of life. Mm. And I think in this season it's really easy to go, yeah, that's coronavirus. That is, we're all in homes, we're all isolated. Our life is meaningless in this season. But the beautiful thing is by the time you get to Ecclesiastes 12 at the very end, Mm. the teacher's actually been through a journey and he's realised what life is all about. Yeah. And he says this, remember the creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble comes. And then he says something profound. He says this, now here is what has to be heard and here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the duty of all mankind. Mm. And I love that thought that in this season that there is a command to us to actually learn who God is, what he's like and how to obey him. Mm. And that's timeless. Yeah, it is. Um, Brooke talked a little bit about that in in yesterday's yeah, episode right. with, um, you know, with worship and with, I guess, not wanting to waste the time. Um, and we didn't really get into practical ways to do that so much as, well, we did in as much as we talked about singing. Yeah, we right. talked about actually, um, you know, declaring the goodness of God, using our uh, worship as a weapon um, against the enemy, but also just, um, you know, glorifying God. Aside from singing, though, we've done some things and we're putting in, into place some things as a family and, and as right. individuals. Can you want to talk to us a little bit about some of those things that we're doing in this time? <laughs> okay, guys, we're trying a whole lot of things to work out how to live. If you're anything like us, we've got kids at home, so now we're um, homeschooling, which I actually like to call crisis schooling because I don't really think that it is homeschooling. Um, home has become our church, our place of work. It's become the restaurant and the school canteen. <laughs> it's become where the we gym. eat, where we holiday, where we exercise, yeah, where we do everything. And so I guess um, we've tried to create spaces for different things. We've mm. tried to create some disciplines around timing and using our phones and all of those sort of things. Yeah. But like practically one thing that has really helped me is I've told a lot of people that I will pray for them during this season. Mm. And I was trying to work out how I would do that. If you know me, you know that I actually attach prayers to a whole lot of different habits. So I pray for Matt Crocker in the mornings when I start my car. (laughs) I pray for our team when I clean my teeth and different things that we've got coming up as a church. But I've started lighting candles. I guess I um, Sunday... Last week I sat on the balcony just thinking about what our role was to be in this season and I thought about salt and light. Mm. And I went, how do I let my neighbours know that Jesus has taken up what he always has but how he is residing in our homes? And I decided I was going to light up the neighbourhood. And so every night I light candles and I light them individual tea lights and they have names attached to them. So at the moment I'm praying for Caroline and I'm praying for Jade and I'm Mm. praying for Dave and Kelly Andrew, I'm praying for Brooke, I'm praying for different people and I light candles and I say to myself and I say out loud to our family, Jesus is the hope bearer Yes. and in this season I will be hopeful. Mm. And then I pray for hope to fill people's hearts. Mm. So that's one real practical thing that I've started doing. Yeah, and I love that because um, for those of you who are listening, when Cass, uh, I went to blow out the candles last night and so when I went to do that, Cass said to me, <laughs> um, okay, you need to pray for that person, pray for this person, pray for the next person. And I think just even the discipline of, of doing that is really helpful because it centres your mind on the fact that God is in control, that he is, he is our hope and that he is our answer. And so we've even seen answers to our prayers already. Yeah, and, we have. And, um, and I've loved it so much. God's been so faithful. Yeah. And so I guess our encouragement today would be to look at the, you know, your, your timing of your days and the disciplines of in your days and to create some really uh, perhaps new normals 
in order to um, both center your spirit on the right things and also to be able to build build your spiritual life so that you come out the other end stronger and better and 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 um, closer to Christ. Um, um, I read that verse that said the spirit isn't content to flit on the, around the edges but he dives deep into the things of God mm. and I feel like we've got a season to dive deep. I loved watching you today go for a run because I think that's mm. where you find God. Yeah, well, it's one of those things that I think if I uh, – I don't know why. I don't know what it is about exercise or, or about pushing myself like that. But I do find the solitary solitariness – is that a word? Um, sure. <laughs> of it um, refreshing. Right. And I find that God does speak to me if I let him. Um, so usually I will put on some worship music or, uh, or I'll run in silence and just allow God to, to, to you know, to fill my mind. Um, and I'll just pray and speak and usually um, – running thing but you know you're meant to be able to talk comfortably um, when you're running or whatever um and so i usually try to pray out loud and if i'm <laughs> do if you I'm, really yeah if i'm on a trail or whatever um no one's around so so that's good the, you... the thing about that though sorry i was just gonna say that that some of you are at home you can't exercise you can't be doing that thing but i saw i don't know probably all of you saw it but there was a guy in italy a french guy who ran a marathon on his balcony Six meter balcony, backward and forward, backward and forward, backward and forward, and it took him six six hours something to do it. Um, I feel like there's no excuse to 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 um, you know if he can do that, then none of us have an excuse for doing the things we know to do. Right. Um, so I, I in, you know, in Australia at the moment, I'm still able to get out and about, but for some of us, we're not able to. Um, but that doesn't mean we couldn't be doing star jumps in our living room yeah. or we couldn't be doing some discipline like that, uh, something, you know, exercise like that and creating a new discipline. I've been watching a lot of our team. We've got a hashtag, the Creative Isolation Challenge, and people have been setting up studios in their garages and art studios at desks mm. and all sorts of different things to actually um, spark creativity and to create new normals and yeah. new habits. Mm. It would be really fun to actually see what people are doing. Yes. Um in their times of isolation, what habits they're forming, what disciplines they're putting into place, how they're um, stewarding their creativity in this season. Yes. So I reckon that we should encourage our podcast listeners to hashtag creative isolation challenge yes. on all sorts of setups and encourage each other yeah. to see what we can get out of this season, yeah. how we can be faithful to um, obeying God fearing him mm. and getting to know him better. Yeah, I love that. On a Friday, so last Friday we shared Dave Andrews' uh, story and, and his hymns project, which yeah, has right. now come out. I told you guys that I would let you know when it came out. It's now out on, and available on, uh, you know, all Spotify, your... Spotify, iTunes, yeah. everything, <laughs> Apple Everywhere. Music. Um, and it's beautiful. We've had it on around the home. It just creates such a calming environment. Um, but that was last Friday. This Friday we'll hope to share some others. So if you... Uh, if you hashtag creative isolation challenge. We might just call you. We, we, we <laughs> might. We'll definitely talk about some of them. Um, so, yes, on, on Instagram or, or, you know, wherever, um, mostly Instagram, I guess you, you, you can uh, tag that and we will look for those. Um, okay, Cass, this is probably all we have time for for today's uh, micropod. Yes. Is there any final thoughts or any, any final encouragement for today? I'd like to pray for people. Is Great. that okay? Yeah, I love it. Okay, so why don't you close your eyes where you are, lift your hands or keep running down a fire trail or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Father God, I thank you for your people. Mm. I thank you in this season, Lord. You have given us time and space to get to know you better. Yeah. So God, today I pray that you would open our eyes and our ears to see you at work. Mm. God, that we would sense you in our everyday ordinary lives, in our new normals. God, that you would create places of encounter and 
and meeting with us. Yeah. Father, I pray that you would still people's hearts, that you would quieten their spirits. Mm. And Lord, that this would be a season that truly does bring forth gold from fire. Yes. We love you and we commit all the people who are listening to you and their families to you today. Keep them safe and protect them in Jesus' name. And Richard said... Amen. And so did everybody else. I uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, feel free to share the, po- the micropod, the podcast, with people. I know that our team have been sharing it with each other um, just so that we can create, again, a sense of normal, a, cre- a sense of daily routine. If this was something that you added to your daily routine, it would be a good thing, I think, where we're, where we're hopefully encouraging you to, to keep pressing into God and it's just something you can add in your routine. But share it with others, someone who might need it, someone who's isolated, and uh, I think together we can have a good impact on people. So talk to you soon. Well, talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>